Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Craig Bowler Jack coming up here momentarily. Of course, voice, uh, television voice of the Utah Jazz. It'll be good to talk to uh, to Bowler about what's going on in his universe. And, you know, Amy kind of put a damper uh, there, Gordon, uh, what, about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago on any hope of the NBA coming back from her perspective. And uh, I just... I just see I I maybe hope for the best guy, and and she put a she dampened my spirits. Well, I already have uh, expressed my opinion on that, Jake. I know, but I'm used to disagreeing with you and uh, going my own way. You know, it's a, uh, a so different is, voice on the so show. This is you like know, one of those situations where when you uh, you and Naz are talking back and forth and you are expressing a certain point and she is not believing what you're saying, but then a third person shows up and expresses an opinion and she listens to that opinion, not yours? Yeah, that's happened before. And hey, I'm not going to stop thinking optimistically. We're all just express uh, expressing our own opinions here. And I, I hope somehow the NBA could could figure it out i love the idea of like a a quarantine zone to do the playoffs but you know what maybe it's not realistic and that's something we brought up as well well we'll find it'll definitely be truncated one way or the other if it does happen i think whatever basketball is left if it does in fact happen it'll be almost completely postseason stuff Uh, the, the 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 idea of playing regular season games from here on out is diminishing day by day. No doubt. All right, let's get out of the Sprint special guest line, lease any phone, and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. He is the television voice of the Utah Jazz and our very good friend, Craig Bowler. Jack Bowler, how you doing? How's the family? Everybody good? All good, Jake. Gordon, hope you guys are well. And uh, luckily you're staying busy during your doing your radio show daily. Did you, Bowler, did you get that barn painted? Uh, barn painted. Uh, actually, uh, there was, you know, when you put windows, uh, and I kind of redid this barn, and I forgot to take off the the stickers that go on the window, <laughs> you know? Huh, so yeah. I figured out I needed to get those off, and they've been baked by the sun for the last two years, and that was quite a chore, uh, <laughs> let me just tell you. But a little uh, elbow you, grease. How vinegar. Off? Did you use a razor? Yeah, yeah. Razored it off with uh, vinegar, uh, some warm water, and then I had to dive in with some of that uh, Windex there. Um, so it uh, it was a hard. It, it's kind of. It almost like became part of the window. I mean, that's how <laughs> bad it got. But it's looking better. Looking better. Why would you leave them on for so long? Lazy. <laughs> 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 Lazy. Now, I kept looking out there going, hmm, I really should get out there. But then something else would come up, you know. Mm, yeah. I had a shoe a horse, you know what I mean? Something like that came up. 
Hey, you know, are you, Bowler, are you, milk, are you milking cows in the morning? <laughs> no, I had to had to sell had to sell my herd, <laughs> <laughs> which was a tough day. It was a sure. tough day. Yeah, I'm sure I that did. was a, that was old a Bessie, tough day. Old Say Bessie went down the road, and you know, good old <laughs> Betty Lou. It was tough. How how does uh, Craig Bowler Jack get through this type of thing? What how do you occupy your time, Bowler? Are you a, a reader, a, a, a yeah. binge watcher? Are you going back old sports? What are you doing? Kind of all the above. Uh, I'm looking at, uh, as you know, I'm a big History Channel buff and all the conspiracy theories that go with it. I get a kick out of those shows. Uh, a new one is starting tonight, by the way, if anybody wants to tune in. And this is no free plug for the History Channel, mind you, but it's of interest because it's in northeastern Utah, Skinwalker Ranch, uh, between Roosevelt and Vernal. I've, I've done some reading about this place. It's like Utah's Area 51. Hmm. And History Channel is uh, debuting tonight, so I'm going I'm to be all on that at eight o'clock tonight. So uh, I've been reading books. I have looked at every old movie that I had on DVD and VCR. You know the the VHS tapes, and I'm just—I'll be honest—it's tough. I'm bored. I want to work. Uh, the train stopped quickly. In fact, it, it hit the brakes, and we were at an immediate stop. And it's difficult to do. I understand, obviously, the severity of what's going on, and I know all of us do. And I just try to stay patient. Uh, patient. It really has, I think it's tested all of us and will continue to do so. But if I can say one thing, man, just try to work on that patience and try to keep your mind occupied because that's, that's what I'm trying to do, and it's, it's tough to do. I think we live such a fast-paced life. I've been humbled by it, totally. I really have. Do you think, Bowler, uh, I don't want to lessen the tragedy of the lives lost through this whole thing, but come along about September, October, November, do you think we'll look back at this period of time and feel like the country and our community is stronger? Great question. And I, 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 in my own heart, and by the way that I try to think of things, I hope that it does teach us all a lesson uh, and that we've always, as a country and, a, and people, and I'm not trying to get you know philosophical here, but maybe I am or get tears welled up in anybody's eyes, but I, I'm hoping that we all learn something. And I hope that as neighbors and as people that we have been humbled and we understand uh, the fragile world we actually do live in and that some of the things that we argue about the differences really don't have that much of an impact this is life and death in many cases there's pockets that are in this country that are suffering in a big way tonight and throughout this week and maybe beyond and i just hope that we do i do gordo and jake i hope we learn that as humans we have a very we have a, a good side and I hope most, and I think there's great stories that are, will continue to be told about those on the front lines of this battle with this virus who are doing heroic deeds every day and stepping in to, you know, in harm's way uh, to save lives. And those are special people. I mean, there's a few doctors that I know uh, back in the Midwest and here in Utah. And, you know, I applaud any effort that any of them are doing to get involved. You have to almost ask yourself, would you jump in at this moment and put yourself in harm's way and leave your family to do so? How dedicated those people must be uh, to undertake some of those um, 
those challenges and risks every day. And um, you have to applaud them. In fact, more than that, they are. Those, that's the definition of hero, in my, in my opinion. You know, Bowler, part of, you know, a hard part about all this is we don't know where we're going to be in a, a week or two weeks right. or a month. Or, and, and really nobody knows. Even the experts don't know for sure. And so it's hard to predict anything. But we've seen some stories and some ideas come out of the NBA of, of maybe pulling off some sort of isolated playoff where they pick one location. And if they're able to do it safely, you know, they they you know, uh, proceed with the NBA playoffs. And maybe that's a pipe dream. Maybe that's just not possible. But what do you what do you think about those kind of ideas? Maybe procuring MGM Grand down there in Vegas and trying to pull off something. Wow. You know, if, if um, it would have to be obviously deemed safe. And I don't know who really right now, Jake, as you just said, even the experts who I've got a lot of trust in because they know a hell of a lot more than than uh, than us, most of us, and uh, I would think that would be an incredible endeavor um, and one that we can't jump too quickly on, obviously, because the health of these professional athletes and officials and all those involved, I mean, it, it does take a staff, by the way, to, to run a building, as we all know, and and to run a, a run a, a playoff is not as easy as it sounds because it takes so much effort uh, to get a building ready and also hotels, et cetera. I don't know, Jake. It's a huge undertaking. I think most of us hope for something good to kind of you know look forward to, but I think at this time we just have to focus on the now. And if that comes to if that actually comes to fruition, then you know obviously a lot of a lot of people will applaud and, and enjoy having their sports back. But for the moment, I think uh, we have to almost live on in the moment day by day. Uh, there's no more. There's, I mean, all of us want to see the game. I want to go back to work. But I also understand that we've got uh, a lot of work to do before we get, uh, get back to that point. Baller, we were talking about this earlier, that the NFL seems to be powering on. And, uh, and, and Jake was actually in – heartened by that uh like okay well that's an optimistic view but uh he was he was feeling pretty good about that i just don't know whether football season is going to happen even the way we we thought it might either the college or pro yeah no all that is in question and rightly so and you know jake when you go thinking about how big stadiums are look arena size for the nba is what between 18 and 20 you get into the nfl stadiums and some of the the big, the big stadiums, the the big house in Michigan and the Rose Bowl, Gordon, you know it well. During your time uh, in Los Angeles, a hundred plus thousand, uh, that is a scary thought. And and, and so, yeah, I understand the financial impact this is having on owners and networks and contracts, but you can't let this come back around and do a double take. So. I think extra caution would be is how I'm looking at it. More than extra caution because of the masses, the people, uh, the amount of people that, that watch and gather for those games. And right now, the edict is proximity, six feet, stay at home, be safe, uh, no more than 10. So, man, we got a long ways to go, I think, before we can even uh, really think, think that far down the road. Um, I'm hoping, like all of us, but... Uh, smarter heads have got to prevail and make sure this does not uh, do a double take uh, on our society and comes back for a second visit. 
Bowler, if uh, if unfortunately we do not have any more NBA basketball uh, this season, um, obviously the year will be remembered for the coronavirus and not having an ending. But uh, what will the 2019-2020 Jazz season be remembered for on the floor? You know, on the floor, I think uh, obviously it was uh, introduction to uh, Mike Conley into this Jazz system. I think uh, it'll be remembered as maybe a, a more difficult than than maybe people thought, and I think also injury uh, with Mike played a factor in this season to this point as well. It'll also be remembered of the Jazz having two All Stars and Donovan and Rudy. I think. Uh, for me, it will also be uh, the acquisition of Jordan Clarkson um, and knowing that the bench was struggling and a, and a bold move by the Jazz uh, to you know, trade away Dante and bring in this incredible scorer who just seems to me made the system was made for. I mean, I've never seen a player probably become as comfortable as Jordan Clarkson has with with a team and the way that you know his responsibilities and the way that he took those onto him, you know onto himself to to go out and just score. I mean, he was green lighted the day he walked in the the building. So, I think every player has a story, including you know George Niang, who got more minutes, uh, and Ed Davis, sadly, great guy, uh, was you know basically there as a reserve on the bench and George was given a green light as well to go go play and develop your game and uh, you know we can go on and on you know Joe having to adjust from uh, a starter back to the to the bench to try to help lead that second unit and uh, also the fact of how Quinn I think tried to handle his you know his lineups and minutes played and also who st- who started versus who closed that will also that always has intrigued me, and, and Q has always talked about, you know, the player who's hot and the matchups. And I'll also give Quinn, you know, big props here too. I'll remember him as a leader in this season if we don't play again. And not only because I know him and what he's been doing uh, through some through these changes. Uh, from Ricky Rubio to, to Mike Conley and the positivity he continued to, to put on the floor, but also the way on that night in Oklahoma City that he just took control of the situation and really handled it like a pro's pro. And I, I do appreciate uh, his impact that he had with us uh, that night in OKC and beyond. You know, Bowler, as you were talking about that, it made me think ahead, like if this season is over and we don't know, but if it is, I wonder what the outlook is moving forward from a jazz fan standpoint. Because all those things that you talked about, the transition period, all that stuff is now in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. And so on the one hand, you might be more optimistic, competitively speaking, for on the floor. On the other hand, there were undulations that a lot of people didn't really expect. Do you think that the experience that the jazz have had this season will eradicate most of that moving forward? No, I do. I think the positive is is right before us, and that's why I was excited to see the final 18 games and really get a good feel on the build-up to the postseason. Look, the Jazz sit currently at the number four spot in front of Oklahoma City and still within shouting distance of a of a two seed, which was the projection, uh, you know, before the season even started. So, 
I think the other part, Gordon, too, if you want to put an asterisk alongside this season, is the expectation that was put on this franchise. And it was a very high, uh, most high, that I can remember since Boozer Williams, but also, you know, Malone, Stockton, and Hornacek. I mean, I believe that was has been part of the of the struggle to understand what it takes to be on your game night in, night out, uh, when you are put as a projected two seed uh, behind then the Clippers or the Lakers and LeBron or Kawhi. And I think maybe the Jazz learned it's not it's not this group learned it. You've got to be there every night and bring it. And, you know, you can't have three-minute slip-ups where uh, an opponent runs a 17-2 to two run, and then all of a sudden you get into the mode again of playing uphill, as Jerry always liked to say, and it's true. Jazz played some, I think, some brilliant moments of basketball, minutes of basketball. They beat some of the best in the NBA, but then that would that backslide would make you scratch your head and wonder why. So it's, again, I think consistency – would be another storyline for me in this in this season. But yet, I would love to see how the final 18 games would have played out and if the Jazz had actually really kind of formulated the confidence they needed to take it to the next level. Um, hopefully we may know, maybe we don't. And if we don't, then we look ahead, right, to what's ahead. And um, I still think this team has uh, talent, depth, and obviously well-coached. And... Um, Playoffs would be fun, though. No doubt. <laughs> I've got to admit. How about the fact that the Jazz could open up at home uh, would be a fantastic uh, achievement as well through the highs and lows of this season if they actually would be a four or a three seed in the West. But right now, we may not know. And if we do, I think we'll all rejoice. But again, I can't reiterate enough that, you know, stay home, stay safe, and we're just going to work this out together. Bowler, during tough times, it always helps a little bit to hear the sultry tones of Craig Bowler, Jack. We appreciate you joining uh, us. Jake, you're the best, man. You guys, like I said last week, uh, I've been listening to more radio than ever, and uh, I'm just glad there's an outlet, and I appreciate you guys being there. Are you guys still six feet apart, or do you guys separate to the point where you're just in separate rooms now? Gordon is I, at home, and I am uh, in the studio. Okay. That's smart, man. It's smart, and, I, and you got Austin's protected by the glass, so he's kind of in his own self-quarantine in that six-by-six six room. Now, Bowler, I don't know if this is actually possible, but maybe we could get Bowler in Studio 2, I'm here in Studio 1, Austin in the producer studio, and Gordon at home. Could we pull it off? You know what? You want to? Can I do it from? Uh, where do you want me to be next week? I'll be there. All right. Well, let's let's figure that out. Maybe we can tape something together. Know. I don't know, though, because anybody that would leave the stickers on his windows for two years, I mean, do we really want to bring him into the show? It is an embarrassment, Gordo. I I will admit. At least you got it painted. At least you got the barn painted. I look good. I've seen that barn. And, yeah. and I and I I think it was in in, in great disrepair there. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're it moving does, in a look, positive look, direction. I will say this: it does have a new upper floor, and I, I laid. Uh, you know, as you know, I cut the timber and and sawed it by hand. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> got the you know throwing out the axe, and you know I had the ox come in. What was what's the ox name? I can't. Blue. What was blue? blue. Yeah, blue. 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 Yeah, yeah. I borrowed blue for a day. 
but no, it's it's fun. It's good to have projects, and I'm learning more about myself. And I'd say maybe that's what we all are doing because you get tied up in some weird stuff, and sometimes it's good to unravel it. And under strange circumstances, indeed. But um, you know, family. And let me just say this too: I've got two elderly parents who I adore, and they moved down here years ago. Uh, but keep a watchful eye on family, friends, and the elderly. My mom would just kick me in the tail right now if I put her in the category of elderly. But I check in on those on those two. And you know what I've learned from and Gordo and Jake? I tell you, that generation is as resilient as they come. And my mom and dad were post-Depression babies. And then, of course, World War II uh, survivors and a Korea Korean War sergeant. And I tell you, they look at this, and they just seem to be so well prepared. It's amazing to me. So I've kind of sit back and uh, noodled on those thoughts as well. So I know I'm going over the allotted time, but Austin <laughs> told me you guys have been running off clock all day. So that's just the way it is. But uh, watch your folks, watch your friends, and be safe. That's all you can continue to do. Bowler, knock us off clock anytime. Well, at what time? I got 532. Is that about right, Austin? <laughs> That's about right, yeah. Austin, how far off am I? Uh, we're, we're not nearly. Gordon Monson off. We're okay. We're, we're there, okay, right, Gordon? Good. good. See, Bowler knows this because, I mean, all the times <laughs> we did shows together, I was you constantly wrecking everything. We wrecked it so bad, Austin and Jake, that Scotty G, I can't tell you how many times he just threw the headset down and said, this is it, I'm quitting, uh, <laughs> because we try to stay on the clock, which, again, is all about, uh, you know, turning numbers, right? And we did not do a good job on those early days at that other place. But Let me, Bowler, let me, let me start to interrupt, but Bowler is, everyone knows Bowler is one of the nicest human beings on the planet. He is. But he has a little bit of a, a dark side to him as well, because one time we had a caller on, and for whatever reason, that caller got put on hold for about an hour. Yeah. And, after, yeah. and he was still holding, and so Bowler said, let's see how long he'll hold. I think he held the whole show. I think he was on for, he held on for like two hours and 50 minutes. Yeah, we did. He really ticked me off that day. I've got a long fuse, man, but once it goes... <laughs> You know, it's like a powder keg, uh, Jake. But, um, yeah, that guy did something that uh, – and then he, you know, wanted to hold for a while to have another little chat. Gordon, I can't remember how it finished. Did we just call up? Did we end the show with him on hold and we went home? I think we did finally bring him on, like, with two minutes left. Yeah. like that. I said, what do you want? What do you want? And we said, thanks, (laughs) hung up. Three-hour hold, and all he got in was saying, what do you think? So I don't think much. Click. Bye bye now. <laughs> you know, and Jake, those are the days too. Where uh, again, before we had, you know, the internet and uh, well, we had internet, but you know, the radio station was a little more archaic at that time. Where you know, we were driven a lot by just daily phone calls, and so people wanted to hear their voice, and and uh, we usually were pretty lenient, right, Gordo, in those days, because we, you know, we like to talk to the to the listener and the fans. Uh, but there's a few times there that. Uh, we had a couple of remotes too. As I continue to ramble, that Gordo was uh, was personally kind of uh, approached, and uh, I felt like I needed to have a flak jacket and some security alongside Gordon there at the time. But you remember Bowler, those days, Gordon? Bowler was my bouncer. Yeah. Hey, look, man. If you want to talk to Gordon, you got to come through me, pal. That's just the way it is. And 
<laughs> and, that, and that was formidable because people don't know this, but did you know that Bowler was like the K- K- Kansas State uh, arm wrestling champion back in the day? Well, how did uh, how did uh, Petros describe Bowler when we had him on, Gordon? Uh, the a salty Kansas State linebacker. <laughs> salty, I salty like that. is the word he used. Salty. If I just hear a snap, and that gives me the cue. I'm like a Pavlov's dog. If I hear a helmet snap, I just turn into a different human being. Wow. Click, snap, pop, let's go. And the smell, of, as we know, of atomic bomb and grass <laughs> on the field. Not grass, but real grass. <laughs> Careful there. Careful there, Muller. Artificial turf, no, the real thing down there, man. That's, uh, that's what it's all about. But you guys are great, and uh, it's, um, it's good to – you guys are like therapy, so appreciate oh, that. Thanks, Polar. We appreciate you. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, guys. Austin. See you. Sorry, man. Six minutes over. Uh-huh. I'll make it up next week. Yeah, right. <laughs> thanks, Polar. It's more than six, isn't he? What are we? Oh, we're 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 approaching ten about now. So ten that's minutes a, off hey, clock. it's Bowler, man. It's it's Craig Bowler, Jack. We'll do we'd we'd literally do anything for Bowler. Well, yeah. He's know, he's the get, one guy I won't get mad at. Exactly. Yeah, because he's bowler. It's just, you know. I just get mad at him all the time. What do you mean? You described it uh, well. He's he's like the nicest guy on the planet. Well, yeah, until you, like you said, that fuse may be long, but once it, once it gets to the powder keg, it blows. All right. Uh, joining us now, of course, our good friend, Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And uh, Andrew, sorry, uh, Bowler and, and Gordon were, were taking a, a walk down memory lane there. We apologize for being <laughs> no a little late. Uh, but yeah, you guys are still helping our listeners, which I think is great because ED doesn't go away in uh, tough times even. That's right. We are still open, guys. Um, so many businesses have closed. We're actually doing some advanced screenings. We're taking temperature. The doctor's going to ask you a few questions. So we've got a whole process set up to make sure you're safe and make sure our staff is safe. And uh, we believe it is a safe time to come in. And you said it. ED is a difficult subject for a lot of guys. Um, but this difficult time can maybe have some silver lining. That might be that you can press the reset button on the relationship. Fix your ED in a two- or three-week period, which is maybe what we're looking at with this virus is two or three weeks. By the time we come out of this, um, you could have the intimacy back in your relationship with our technology, acoustic wave therapy, clinically shown, FDA cleared. I've read some of the clinicals on the show before uh, that prove this works. 92% in some cases get back to normal function in the bedroom without the use of any medication. Back to normal, back to spontaneity, back to romance, right? That's right. The spontaneity is key. No more pre-planning, no more dealing with the side effects, the headaches, the blurred vision, the drop in blood pressure, all of those negatives that come with the medication. All right. So, folks, call today, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. They'll get that safe consultation that you were talking about, plus a little something extra. Yeah, we're doing a lot for free. Um, it is costly to do everything that we're doing for free, frankly, and we won't do it forever, but we're doing the consultation for free, the exam for free, the blood flow ultrasound. It's an analysis of you by a doctor. We're going to give you a special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom, which I know can sound crazy, but I've never seen it fail. That's all free. So. If you've got ED, sick of the pills, give us a call. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, guys. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to the complete business telecom and IT solutions. Backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Hey, uh, Jake, I know you've been pining for some NBA basketball. But did you see the story that Donovan Mitchell is going to participate in a televised NBA 2K video game tournament? I did see that. In fact, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I wanted to to uh, bring that up with you. And I, I'm confused about something. And I it, So there's 16 players um, participating and they have them seeded one through 16. How do they decide what the seeds are? How do they know how how do they know how good these guys are at this game? Like Great Kevin question. Durant, Kevin Durant is the number 1 seed, Donovan Mitchell is the number 4 seed. So how do they know Kevin Durant's better than Donovan Mitchell? Well, maybe they're basing it on their quality of play on the floor and they're just guessing. Hmm. I don't know. How is, would you know how good it, they are? Is it not ranked on their 2K rating? Is that what it is? The, I, that's the, I would guess that would be how I would do it, but there's such a thing as a 2K rating. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so that makes some sense. So, like, if Donovan Mitchell is an 87 in the game. Is he the fourth highest he's rated? He's the fourth there, highest right? rated. Okay, so that makes, that makes know, a lot though. more sense. And they have to play as themselves? No, well, no. They they have a uh, choice of what team they'll be playing as. Oh, okay. In fact, it so says who, in that release, Durant has an option that includes the Jazz. He could choose to play as the Jazz. Hmm. Who, else, uh, who else is highly ranked? Let's see. So, Kevin Durant. Durant's the number one ranked player in the game. Number one seed, Trey Young, number two seed, Hassan Whiteside, number three. So that can't be it. I mean, they don't have Hassan Whiteside I, rated I higher than Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> That's do, crazy. If they do, it's a problem, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I don't know. Oh, yeah, right. I, I don't think anybody in their right mind would say that Hassan Whiteside is a better player than Donovan Mitchell, right? His, okay, uh, so he's I- an 87 on the game, Hassan Whiteside. So I as is thinking, Donovan, right? Right. You you were talking about rankings as to how they are supposed to play in the game. I thought you were talking about a ranking of what their scores are when they play the video game. Oh no, this is their overall uh, player rating. Yeah, okay, uh, their gotcha. their avatar, the two K makes up of them. Yes, I got you. All right, all right. That well, shows you how up to speed I am. Another thing that I have not fallen uh, victim to, or been a part of because of everybody else is doing it yeah you know it's it's great i we've all got to do what we can do to to help and to entertain and this is just a little something they could do to generate a little excitement i'm all for it and did you see the the they did this the other day and they put it on twitter their trash talk that they were having with oh really they were playing call of duty at the time but the trash talk that was going on between these nba players was highly entertaining so that's cool i'm I'm glad they're doing it I hate to bring this up, but isn't a former jazz player, isn't he uh, keen on playing these kinds of games? Not this kind of game. Yeah, is he an NBA 2K guy? I think he's no, more No, he's into, into Wizards and Dungeons and yeah, Dragons yeah, yeah. and Magics and such, yes. I think it's more of that type Daddy's of Daddy's always happy, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if he's a 2K guy. He's probably a... You know, Daddy's always happy. I don't know. Is, is, I cast a lightning spell on you. Is there a, are, you uh, are you any good at these games, Austin? Uh, I was back in my heyday. I have, I honestly, I've not played a video game in I want to say six years. When was your heyday? Oh, uh, probably uh, with these consoles. Obviously, college. 
but uh, with these particular games, are these are these kind of games are are younger kids really really good at them, or is it uh, better to have some rings around the trunk uh, in order to be able to play them better? I think uh, you your type of person, Gordon, would be really good at this. We should try it. <laughs> I wasn't speaking of that many rings. Oh, I was, I was speaking more of like like a, an eleven year old versus a uh, a twenty one year old. I'm not an ageist, Gordon, but uh, yeah, I would probably go with the eleven year old. Would you? Yeah, probably. Yeah, twenty one year that... olds have jobs. Hopefully. So. <laughs> okay. All right. I, Next I, question. I think there are video gamers of all ages. I don't, uh, yeah. I but don't know. I, you I don't know why tree rungs the, would well, make an it easier. An eleven-year-old would, in theory, have more time to play video games. Is my guess. Yes, yes, and and, and some of them seem to be very dexterous, very good at dexterous. these kinds of games. <laughs> don't you have to be coordinated with your movements of hand and whatnot? You have to have equal thumb movement on either hand. Yes. Very dangerous. Can, can you do this if you if you don't have a thumb? I doubt it. That's so rude. All right, we're, we'll have more coming up next. Stay you tuned. You know my grandpa's thumbs didn't work. Ninety-seven jerk. five and twelve eighty the zone. <laughs> Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. And what bizarre days these all seem to be, Gordon. Well, yeah, they are. And uh, I, I think we will look back at them uh, more fondly than we are looking at them as we fight our way through them. And uh, fondly, I guess, is the wrong word, but uh, with more ability to cope and, and think, okay, uh, that is better a memory than it is a reality every day. What do you think, uh, Gordon? Uh, I was thinking about did that, this. Did that, did that make sense at all? What I just well, hit us again. Here, well, well, uh, let me let me try and filter it. Okay, I said it will be a better as a memory than it is as a as a present day reality. No, it makes no sense at all. Okay, all right. <laughs> Just want to make sure. All right, let's uh, let's get to a uh, a quick moments of madness uh, as we continue on with this. Still having a little NCAA flair to the show, even though we're missing the NCAA tournament. Uh, we'll get to today's matchup here momentarily, but let's get some uh, results from yesterday's matchup from Austin Horton. Yesterday, Danny Ainge's coast-to-coast drive over Notre Dame beat UMBC's 16-1 upset. 61% of the vote went to Danny Ainge. Lame. Lame. Which means that 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 side of the uh, Final Four has been set. You'll have NC State's Jimmy V search for a hug against Danny Ainge coast-to-coast on that side of the bracket. Oh, that's a heavyweight matchup right there. Wow. So, so, look, that was closer than, than it might have been. Jake, you were asking for it to be closer, and it was. It was. It was closer. I knew that they. I knew uh, that my boys, Maryland, Baltimore County, weren't going to get it done. But we tried. We gave it our best, Gordon. Uh, all right, you ready for today's matchup? Let's do it. All right, this is this is going to be a tough one to beat too. Let's start. It's a one seed versus two seed. Let's start with this. Christian Leitner, the shot. Two point one seconds left. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. We talked about a quick half to half court. 
but with people playing behind Christian Leitner. Grant Hill, whose dad was a football player and scored on a halfback pass two days after he was born, finds Christian Leitner with a 50-foot pass, and he puts it in from 15 for the game winner. I don't know, less than riveting analysis there, Gordon, but what a yeah, moment. It was. It was. I mean, the, the pass, he didn't really give detail about what that pass looked like. It was a fantastic pass. I don't think Grant got quite enough credit for that, did he? Man, was he a great collegiate player. His his NBA career was was what it was. I mean, it was such a, you know, like a like a shooting star. Injury it was so riddled. bright and then it was over. Yeah, but I mean, you forget how good he was. For 4 years he stayed at Duke for 4 years too, and he was so good. So good. How do you think Christian Leitner would do in the modern NBA? I think much better than he did I agree. Uh, in his time. Yeah, yeah I agree. All right, uh, that's going up against two seed. This is, of course, a good one, too. Villanova beating UNC for the 2016 title. Going to go length to the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins. forgot about the gunshots. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm voting for that filled, one. The ceiling was filled with lead. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeehaw, we got a real have, shooter out here, Miles. You know, you know what that reminds me of, Gordon? Have you ever seen MASH the movie? Not the show, the movie. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody fires the starter's pistol for the, the football game. And uh, Hot Lips, Hot Lips Houlihan goes, oh my God, they shot him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who later, who of course, in the in the series, in the TV series, Hot Lips went from being Hot Lips to being a very respectful Margaret later on. Yeah, well, in the movie, you like her better at the end than you liked it her at, at, at the beginning yeah. as well. But uh, yeah, I'd say that the uh, even though the TV show had quite a bit of a an edge to it as time went by that the, the movie kind of blew the socks off the military a little bit, didn't it? Oh, the movie was so much better than the show. And I liked the show, too. But the movie was way better. But the movie came first. It wasn't a movie, you know, uh, from the TV show, like Sex in the City or something. The movie no, was think, first, and, think, and then the I TV think, show came later. And Radar was uh, the same Radar in the in both. The right? only one, yeah. He was the yeah. only actor that did both was Radar. Mm. So. The TV show is pretty darn good, Jake. I know you're partial to the movie, but... Yeehaw! They were very different, actually. Very different, the movie and the TV show. But yeah, they both were good. I'll watch both of them. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up right around the corner. But uh, first, joining us now, of course, our good friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Open, operating safely, and still helping listeners. Right, Andrew? We are. We are open for business. Um, we've taken a lot of precautions with the virus. So guys are still coming in, feeling safe. Uh, we're screening people at the door, temperature check, hospital-grade sanitation. We're, we're checking all the boxes. If you've got a problem with erectile dysfunction, maybe you're frustrated with the pills. Now is the time. What's interesting, Jake, is we see guys get ED and they do nothing about it. Um, guys really don't like going to the doctor and maybe much less the ED doctor. And the problem gets worse and continues to a point of maybe where it gets to zero. Uh, it is so much easier to fix your issue with our technology, the acoustic wave now, and wait until the problem is so bad that it affects the relationship. Um, we can get you back to normal and natural function. 
I have seen this thousands of times across the country. Guys are sick of the pills and want a natural fix. See, because the other treatments, as you're alluding to right there, Andrew, they've got big-time downsides. I mean, how much of uh, these guys out there listening would just love to get back to normal? That would be a, a huge incentive, I would think. Yeah, it, it, it's a big stress reliever. Um, guys don't talk about this, but when, when you take the pressure of having to take the pill ahead of time and pre-plan, that's a big deal in a guy's life. And they talk, to about, uh, they talk about this all day with us. And to get that spontaneity back when the moment is right, um, that's that's a game changer. All right, here's the number to call, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, and you're going to get them in to see a doctor for free and a little something extra as well. We are. Uh, free assessment, free doctor's exam. We do a blood flow ultrasound. This makes sure a blood flow issue and that you are a candidate for the treatments. Uh, so you'll do that before ever going forward with anything. We'll also give you, uh, I call it a booster in the bedroom. Produces instant results. We're going to give you that for free as well. All right, that number again, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Andrew, so glad you could be on the show today. Thanks, my man. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, guys. All right, there you go. That's Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic, 801-901-8000. Give him a call. More next, 97.5 and 1280 at The Zone. Of the big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And I, I tell you what, Gordon, uh, at least during all of this, it, it was a beautiful day outside, and I think we're all trying to appreciate the good a little bit more, right? And it was a fun show today. Yeah, we had fun. We had some terrific guests. And Jake, you took a walk today, which was uh, healthy for you, and I took a drive, which was healthy for me. So we hope all our listeners are finding something they can do that's safe that uh, preserves their their mental well-being. Have you noticed that uh, people are kind of a little bit friendlier during all this, Gordon? I know you've been kind of stuck inside uh, a little bit. I've been trying to, as I said, you know, take walks and, and do things safely. But uh, today when I was walking, for instance, I got a wave from pretty much every car that drove by. Like, and true, it's not like, a you know, we're on a neighborhood road, so it's not like I've got, uh, you know, dozens passing me by. But the couple that I saw or the couple cars that I did see got a nice wave. It was great. Yeah, and that's uh, that. That might be a byproduct of all this that people feel, ironically enough, though isolated, a little closer to one another, at least in some sort of bonding way. And I think that's that. I hope that that's true in our community. I hope it's true in our state. I hope it's true in our nation, and I hope it's true in the, in, in the entire world. Uh, maybe that's wishful thinking, but uh, I'm going to wish for it nonetheless. So, Gordon, are you are you going to watch that that Tiger show since you've been somehow roped into this whole phenomenon? No. Why? No. Because I got better things to to watch. You really I don't. Mean, there, you think it's it's you think that, it's that good? Is that important in today's society for everybody to see this? Wait, much? wait. Why is it so important? Do you want to be the, in or do you want to be out? Huh? But I don't care about that. It's going to be. Know, I, this is going to be the one show on our station that hasn't seen it. I mean, is it, uh, is it, uh, what is the worth, how is it worthwhile? I, I, I'll, I will say this. As soon as you two do cave in and watch it, that's all you'll want to talk about. It'll be three, four months too late and none of us will want to hear it anymore. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I think I can miss this fad. Like, I, I missed the Pokemon Go thing. I decided, you know what, I'm not <laughs> going to participate in that. Not even close to the same thing. 
It's not. Why not? It's you. You. I got the impression from what you know Austin what? just said. Don't there, watch it, Jake. Didn't it sound like he was he was bowing to peer pressure? A little bit. He wants to be part of the club. Fine, whatever. Don't watch it. I don't care. You guys have a boring show. I don't care. <laughs> you mean the only way we could make the show interesting is if we actually watch Tiger? Let's talk about how many it? people are dying of coronavirus again. Is it a big topic on the uh, Tony and Austin show? Uh, not as big as it's going to be on the movie zone this week. Uh, going to talk about it on the movie zone a little bit. And it's called Tiger what? Tiger King. The Tiger King. It's on Netflix. You pay for Netflix anyway. Use it. Yeah. Well, well, if I were you, Gordon, I'd at least want to know who I'm being compared to. It's (laughs) whatever. I think there was like one picture that where in which he looks uh, sort of like me on a bad, really bad day. Uh, I think that's how that gets. Just just pick any of the pictures. That's the one. That's the one. (laughs) All right. Uh, All right, Gordon. Hey, uh, be well. Have a great night with fam and uh, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Same to you, same to Austin, same to all our all our listeners out there. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.